Good morning. So, in this, there's a, there's a lot of negativity and evil that exists in the world. That's exactly what Mandy was just talking about. It reminded me to start the discussion with that. And um, the, it's, always, it's been a big debate many people have. Is the, what should, what, should, what should be the approach towards all the negativity that exists? Should it, be, should it be completely ignored, broken, destroyed? Should it dissolve and disappear? Or do we think that it's possible to take the negativity and actually change it and transform it and make it good? What do you think? Okay, you're gonna say it's, it depends which negativity. It's more of a general general question. The forces of of of, of an evil and negativity. I think everything should be transformed. Okay. So um, this debate actually goes um, to the times of the Tanoim. We're in the Parsha this week. There's a, amongst a series of blessings. One of the blessings that Hashem says is "Vihishbati Chayera Minaaretz," which simply, loosely translates, simply translates that I will get rid of all of the bad animals, the evil animals that are that exist. Um, simply referring to the predators, the animals that are dangerous. Um, all of those uh, animals that are dangerous, God says, if you follow what I say, I will make sure to get rid of them. The word Hashem uses is a very interesting word. Vihishbati. This word vihishbati we find similar um, by Pesach, right? Where we say tashbisu, the mitzvah of tashbisu. When we talk about getting rid of chametz, the Torah uses a similar word, tashbisu, getting rid of it. And, um, and the, the word is used several times. It's a rare, rare word to use referring specifically to getting rid of something. And there's a debate of what it means that Hashem is going to get rid of the wild animals. Tashbisu. And here it's a hishbati. And the question is, what what does it mean? There's there's a machlaik, there's a debate. But one opinion holds that what it means is that not that Hashem is literally going to get rid of the animals. Hashem is going to change their nature. Hashem is going to change their nature that instead of them being predators, instead of them being dangerous animals, they will instead become like domesticated animals, animals that don't damage, animals that are used in our pets and our etc. Even though some people use dangerous animals as pets. <laughs> but um, Hashem will change that they won't, they won't harm. The other opinion says no. It means literally that Hashem is going to completely get rid of them. And there's two completely different approaches. And it can be, obviously he's talk, talking about a time in the future when Mashiach comes. And there's a Pasuk which supports one and really doesn't, is a question on the other. A Pasuk that we read in the Haftarah of Acher and Shal Pesach, um, which talks about Mashiach. And over there, the Pasuk says, right, that the wolf will lie with the lamb. What does it mean when we say the wolf will lie with the lamb? Famous quote. Simply, does it mean that we're going to get rid of the wolf? No, it doesn't mean we're going to get rid of the wolf. The wolf will lie with the lamb. Which means that the animal will still be there, 
We're not going to get rid of the, the predator, the dangerous animal. It's just going to change and be able to get along and work together with the, with, with the lamb. And actually, the opinion that says, the opinion that says that the mashpis and shalayaziku, that they will still exist, but they will just change their nature, brings this pasuk to support himself. It clearly says that they're going to be there, they will just work hand in hand. And this is a clear pasuk, that means the other opinion has to have a way of interpreting it. So perhaps a way of interpreting it is based on another debate about what is, if at the end of times there's a... We know that the Gemara divides all the, the past 5,000 or so years into, into um, divides it into periods of two millenniums. It says there were two the world started with two millenniums, um, which was chaos, and then there was two millenniums of Torah, and then two millenniums of, I forget, and then it ends with a debate of what will be at the end. What will, be, what will follow the six millenniums? Will it be um, Chad Charov or Trey Charov? Will there be two, another set of two, or will there be another set of one? Meaning in the times of Mashiach, so to speak, the future times, will it be a set of two or a set of one? And this debate of a set of two or a set of one can be understood, can be, can be understood as that there will, there will be, um, will there be one period of in the future or two periods? Meaning, will they look the same? Will the two millenniums look the same or look different? It's a whole long discussion. I'm just making it very brief. Um, and it, perhaps we can, we can say that these, that these, even the opinion that holds that the, the evil, the wild, the wild animals will be completely gotten rid of, they won't exist anymore, will happen in two stages. And there'll be these two periods. Will there be one millennium, so to speak, one stage, where they will still exist, they, will ju they just won't be predators, they won't harm, they won't be violent, they won't damage. And the second period, they will completely be um, destroyed. And that, with that, you can understand the positive regards, even Kevas, that the wolf will lie with them, they both hold that's going to happen. The question is, what will follow that? One opinion says, no, Chad Kharov, there will only be one period where it's gonna, the animal is going to be transformed, and that's it, regards, even Kevas. The other opinion says, no, they will be transformed, but then it will follow with another period where it will be completely... Um, gotten rid of, completely um, leave, uh, leave existence. So, but the point is that we have these two general approaches, these two general approaches of what will happen, but what's, the, what's, so to speak, the ultimate? What is the goal? What is the end, the end game? Is it that um, all the negativity should be transformed into being positive, or the negativity should be, should, should be gotten rid of, should, be, should disappear? And with a long pilpul, we can, we can conclude um, I'm not going to go to the pill bowl, that the halacha follows the opinion that says that um, it, will, it, will, it will be transformed but not destroyed, not gotten rid of. And which, what? Why get rid of it, right. I mean, okay, but that's the, what, there is an opinion that holds that. So we're saying, what's the hasbar in this opinion? What? Because perhaps that opinion holds. No, the, perhaps that opinion holds that it's not possible. There's some negativity that needs to just disappear. That it's not. It shouldn't be. The, the goal is to get rid of it and it can be transformed. <coughs> Maybe it holds that it can't completely be transformed. Meaning the fact that it won't attack doesn't mean that it was transformed. It just means it was suppressed. It was. It's. It's being. Yeah. No. No. The, the, God is not allowing its nature to be expressed. But not that it actually changed. Oh. Like the 
And therefore, yeah, it's in stages of, of uh, it gradually getting rid of it. The first stage is getting rid of that it can't do what it wants. The second stage is that you completely get rid of it. No, it's like, it's like a criminal putting them in prison. When you didn't change them, they're just right now tamed. You need to get rid of it, not get rid of them, and hopefully they'll change. But who says? It's like the story of the Rambam, right? With the cat, that you can make a cat a human. Um, you know, the story... It's a beautiful story. I mean, it's not really relevant. It's somewhere relevant. If you could change it or not. Perhaps it's relevant. Maybe it's relevant. It's a beautiful story that they say. I don't know the source, but it's a story we're all told since I was a kid that the, um, there is the Rambam. I heard it was with the Rambam. Maybe it was someone else. And the Rambam was very was was very well respected in the government. He was a doctor, king's doctor. Um, uh, and they, of course, the anti-Semitism, the other people, um, didn't uh, appreciate it. And they had a lot of hate towards the Rambam. Kobe was uh, whoever it was, one of these uh, great people. And, um, and they, decided, they, they, were, they, they decided to come up with a challenge. They said that we can take a cat and turn the cat into a human. And whoever it was, the Rambam, whoever it was, said it's impossible. God created it to be an animal and you can't change it. And said, okay. If we are right, then it shows that you're, that you're foolish and you're not smart and you're not capable, etc. And you should be taken out of the palace and you shouldn't have anything to do and no, no, higher, no high position. They were trying to get rid of them. So they, they put them to the test. They took the cat and for weeks they trained the cat and the cat, they changed it to be a waiter. And the cat should, should walk around holding trays and serving people, literally be all the etiquette and, and doing everything elegantly and exactly like a human with all, with all the manners and everything. And they literally, they, they made a cat literally act like a human, stand on two, on two feet, and serving trays, etc., everything. One job, training a cat. With the apron, and, um, and they, they did it perfectly. They were all, and they were all wondering, what's the sage? Whoever was around, what are they going to do? <laughs> they, they trained the cat. And they, were, they, they celebrated with a huge meal. A huge meal where the cat's going to come out and perform. And they're all seeing, what's the, what's the Rambam going to do? And the Rambam shows up with... Um, he shows up, no one knows what he, he comes to sit at the meal, whoever it was, <laughs> the, the, this Talmud Chacham, this Gadol, this Goyen, that he came with a, with, a, um, with a small box. What was in the box? We'll find out. So the cat comes out to serve, and, there are, and whoever it was, he's sitting there by the meal, and he opens the lid of the box. What runs out? A mouse. The mouse runs out. The second the cat spots the mouse, the cat drops the trays and starts chasing the mouse out of the room. And he basically proved that, yeah, you think you can change it. God created it to be a cat. It's going to be a cat whether you like it or not. Love Meaning, <laughs> that simple. <laughs> Meaning, is transformation possible? That's the debate. Meaning, you could, you could tame it and, and train it to be something, but you're not really changing it. And this is the debate. But the point is that we, we want to be able to follow the halacha of the opinion that says that it could be transformed. And that's the ultimate, to transform it. And therefore, that has to be our focus. Our focus has to be, um, because the, we can prove that, so to speak, that should be the halacha, that we need to um, exercise and work on as we become closer to Mashiach to transform all the negativity, take something negative and use it for something positive, and see how in every, within every, every negative space, there can be, um, we can release something positive and allow a positivity to shine and to overpower and to overcome any negativity that exists. Um, this is our, this is what we have to work towards. Chaim.
You started. You started. You started the topic. <laughs> 